Hey everyone, and welcome back for episode 44 <clears throat> of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you've decided to join us on the Path. Uh, Today we're going to look back at a a passage, uh, several chapters that we looked at yesterday in the book of Judges 6, 7, and 8, uh, where we covered what is probably a very familiar story for most people, um, but probably from an angle that you are not used to. Um, And then today we have a very fun interview that I think you're going to enjoy, um, and we'll share that, we'll share a little bit more about that later. But uh, before we get into that, Derek, um, first off, how are you, man? Doing well. Good, well. good. Um, so share with us, we, we talked about the story of Gideon yesterday. Uh, and typically, you know, G- Gideon is relegated to the felt board as being the guy who uh, asked God to make a fleece wet or the ground dry and then the ground wet and the fleece dry. And um, there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah. And so help us understand, maybe just recap a little bit. And then what is the thing that we should take away, the handle we should hold on to? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So. Gideon is a familiar story. It's, yeah. It was three chapters. There's a lot of content. Yeah, so yeah. we didn't read the whole thing. Um, that would have taken <laughs> most much, of the most time. Of, yeah. Most of my time. So, uh, so I'd encourage you to read that. Yeah. Um, but one, so we kind of hit some highlights of some things that went on. Number one, um, God God says an angel, the angel of the Lord uh, to find Gideon. Yeah. And um, Gideon is hiding. Uh, he's threshing wheat, which would normally be done, um, you know, kind of like on a hill, you know, in a specific area out in the open. Yeah, where there's some airflow. Right. Yeah. He's doing it in a wine press, which is sunken into the ground. And he's doing that because he doesn't want the Midianites to see him. The Midianites have been oppressing their people for seven years. God allowed, uh, the Bible says, you know, clearly as it does in, in, in most of the stories of Judges, is that the people of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And so God allowed them to be handed over to their enemies he and we've kind of talked about god just pulled out his off his providing hands uh his Mm -hmm. protecting hands and allowed just the natural thing to happen um and um and and that's what happened the midianites trying to take their land back i mean you know they'd been uh, they're trying to come in and, and force the Israelites out of out of you know this particular land and, and these areas, yeah. and were relentless to do it. <clears throat> and so, Gideon is hiding. The people of Israel are hiding, uh, but it, it doesn't matter. The Midianites find them, pursue them, and um, and torture them and, mm-hmm. and taunt them for for seven years. Um, we you know we kind of think Gideon's this you know Spartacus kind of figure because <laughs> yeah. he, you yeah. know he conquered 135,000 Midianites with 300 men, but um, but it wasn't that kind of a situation. It was right. um, it was God did that in spite of them, mm-hmm. not because of them. Yeah, and you see that because the very first thing is that the angel of the Lord comes to uh, Gideon hiding away, yeah, and says, uh, yeah. Valiant warrior, you yeah. know. Uh, the Lord is with you, yeah, valiant warrior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, seems very tongue-in-cheek to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree. The <laughs> The irony of that is not very lost on me. <laughs> ironic, very sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, and so Gideon's like, you're talking to me? <laughs> God's with us? Yeah. God's with us? That's what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, yeah. uh, how can God be with us, you know? Uh, that's not what's been happening at all. If right. God was with us, like the people of Midian wouldn't be all over us, you yeah. know. And um, and then he says, "But you're going to conquer them. God's going to use you to conquer yeah. them." He's like, 
not me, bro. I'm like the smallest in my family, <laughs> yeah. and my family's like the weakest yeah. part of the uh, Manasseh tribe. Right. Like, you, you got the wrong dude. Yeah, you have it, nope, come you to are. the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. nope, you are. <laughs> and tomorrow, you know, you're going to go, and you're going to knock down the Baal worship altars and the Asherah poles, and your family's on your family's own land yeah. that your family's been worshiping. Right. Which is why God's not with you. You know, I mean, it doesn't say that, but. Yeah, but that's the reason. You get this picture, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, you, you don't understand. Like, I'm, you know, we're choosing you in spite of you. Right. You know, God is choosing you in spite of you. I've been sent to you in spite of you. Right. Well, and I think the thing that, that's so um, telling that's, that's implied there <clears throat> is that Gideon is making the case for himself and for all the people that, oh, no, no, we didn't do anything wrong. God's right. the one who left us. That's right. God allowed them to come in. Yeah. And and that's I think that really is where you, you got to start there in order yeah. to rightly understand where, where Gideon's coming from in the rest of the story. Yeah, you really do. And it helps you understand it a lot more. And um, Gideon goes through this crazy situation where, yeah, I mean, he's got a fleece on the ground, make it wet, God, one yeah. of the grounds dry. Oh, no, no, that's not good enough. Make it dry while the yeah. ground's wet. Right. And then I'll follow you. And then... And he's like, hey, let me ask you one more question. Sorry, you know, but I just got to be sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure here. He does the Asherah poles and the um, uh, altars to Baal. Uh, he he takes them down at night when nobody's there. Yeah. And then his dad stands up for him, which was kind of cool. But, um, you know, because people wanted to kill him, basically. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? We we love worshiping these gods. Right. <laughs> it's just yeah. further this idea that they, they were headlong into their worldliness. They were headlong into the canon, canonization yeah. that, that they were undergoing. Right. They had yeah. become just like the people God told them not to become like. And all that to say is what the key phrase, I think, is at the end of chapter 8, and it says... Mm. And this is this is after all this took place, and yeah. you know this is you know uh, several decades of God's providence, God's provision under Gideon's leadership. Yeah, and they do uh, over t- they they fight back against the Midianites. That's right. Yeah, yeah they conquer them. All that took yeah. place, but 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 it, it's a commentary on the whole story. Yeah, for sure. And it says that Gideon died, and the people forgot the the Lord and all He did yeah. with, under Gideon. Yeah. And that's the thing, is that they had forgotten. And the, the thing that I couldn't help but to see in our own day and age is that we, even even we, the people of God, um, it's almost like we don't expect God to be God. Mm, yeah. and, and, and another way to say it is that we've forgotten His power. Yeah. We've forgotten what He can do. We've forgotten that He can uh, save. He can bring change he can bring revival he can uh no one is too far from from his his mm-hmm. reach the hand of the lord is not too short to save yeah uh, as it says in isaiah um you know we, we've forgotten that the very same power that did all these things in the scriptures still resides in us yeah you know the power of the holy spirit right yeah and so you know to me that's the handle that's the thing that we need to hold on to is that we cannot be like the israelites right and we shouldn't be because we are different. God sent a human deliverer, mm-hmm. a, 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 a human deliverer that um, defied all odds. Right. You know? Right. And, and the reason it, and that took place is it says in uh, chapter 7, um, 2 and 3, the Lord said to Gideon, as they're trying to conquer the Midianites, the Lord said to Gideon, because he came with like, like a bunch of people, yeah, he says the Lord said to Gideon, "You have too many troops. 
for me to hand the Midianites over to them, or else Israel might elevate themselves over me and say, My own strength saved me. Now I'm announced to the troops, whoever's fearful and trembling may turn back, and ten thousand or no, twenty two thousand left. Yeah. <laughs> ten thousand remained. Yeah. So, you know, God wanted the glory here. God wanted to display his power again for them to see, right? Because yeah. a lot of times, you know, after the Israel was delivered out of Egypt, went through the Red Sea. That's the thing that everybody points back to. Look at what God did. He passed over, you know, mm-hmm. the your houses with the with the doorposts. That was a, a picture that they looked back to. Uh, the Lord God, the Lord is one. He's the Lord that delivered you out of the Egypt. Mm-hmm. He's the one that helped you go through the Red Sea, part of the Red Sea. And it's always pointing back to what God's power was to remind them. Right. Well, this is a display of God's power in this moment. Yeah. And it's this amazing display. And, you know, after Gideon dies and his life is over and his reign is over uh, as, as deliverer, uh, they forgot again. Right. But that's different than what, what, what we are to know. God doesn't send a human deliverer anymore. He yeah. sent himself in human clothes, you know. Right. 100% God, 100% yeah. man in well, Jesus. And Gideon was a deliverer who needed delivering himself. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> And that's yeah. that's always going to be the case with Absolutely. it being yeah. uh, an Israelite or a human or a person, you know, yeah. is that we are not meant to be the Savior, and we never were. Yeah, like the the ultimate Savior, right? But Jesus was, right? These were all pointing to to us and help us to see we can't deliver ourselves, we can't free ourselves. We need Jesus to do it, mm-hmm. and He's done it fully, freely. You know, it doesn't have to happen again and again and again. It's just we have to. It, not forget him and forget his power and not forget the Holy Spirit that he's imparted into you know to us that indwells us when we become Christians and that uh, God can do this delivering work again and again and again in our lives because the Holy Spirit you know resides yeah. in those who are his and Jesus died so that others could experience that and know that and so we have to be careful in our day and age not to forget what Jesus did and look back just as the Israelites looked back mm-hmm. to what happened being delivered from Egypt and they celebrated the Passover every year to remind themselves yeah. we look back at the cross mm-hmm. we look back at what Jesus did on the cross <laughs> and that he rose from the grave and he defeated death sin hell in uh, the grave for us and so we are more than conquerors mm-hmm. Because we're in, we are in Christ Jesus, and and so you know we can't forget that though, right? And I and I would say you know I'm not trying to pick on our church at all. Uh, I would say just the church in America, particularly as a whole, has forgotten that God is Almighty. God yeah. is powerful. There's nothing that our God can't do. Right. You know, we say those words. We know it conceptually. But do we know it experientially? Right, And right, have right. we experienced it lately? And if not, why? And it's because, I would say, it's because we have um, quenched the work of the Spirit in our own life, mm. you know? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I think you're right. Any thoughts that you have? Yeah, there's there's a couple of things that are really sort of profound to me that, that have popped out just in listening to you. But, like, so the Israelites were so... They were they were so pining for something that God did long ago, like yeah He did that awesome thing in in Egypt and man that was great. Wouldn't it be cool if God did something like that again? And they were so 
so much pining for that that they were blinded to what God was doing right in mm-hmm, front of them. Mm-hmm. And I think that we are guilty of the same thing yeah. at times, that we we think back to something that God did years ago, and mm-hmm. and we should celebrate those things. Like yeah. Just like God told them to celebrate the Passover, celebrate the fact that I delivered you mm-hmm, out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. But we don't. you can't stop there. Right. Because the thing that, that I think we forget about God a lot of times is that our God is a creative God. Yeah. He still wants to do new things. Mm-hmm. He still wants to do things that we've not experienced yet. And if we're so, if we're so blinded by no, 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 God, don't do it like that. Do it mm-hmm. like you did back there again. Do it like that. Do we, we want that again. Yeah. And God's saying, but I have so much more for you. Yeah. I have this new thing that I want to show you here. Um, and, and the other thing too is that you know talked about how like God wants to show His glory through Israel. It, it's not like it was. It wasn't difficult for him to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, like one of the, the the thing that sticks out to me there in chapter seven, those two verses you read, where you know God says, "No, no, no, you've got too many people here. So tell them if anyone's afraid that they can go home." And he's, so Gideon gets up and he's like, "Hey, if anybody's afraid, you can go home." And twenty two thousand yeah. people leave. <laughs> it's not like a couple leave. No. Twenty two thousand people go. Yeah, I'm out. I'm mm-hmm. out. I'm good. Cool. Yeah, I was only here yeah. because I was like, just waiting for you to give the word. Made, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just wait for you to give the word. I'm out. And um, and so I think that that's even more of a commentary on how God works in spite of humanity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God is going to work no matter what. It yeah. doesn't matter who is there, how many are there. God is going to work. And I think that we need to remember that, that I think so often we try to cram God into this box of, you know, you have to work through the pastors or you have to do it in this way or you have to work through this medium. And God is saying, yeah, but I don't. I don't yeah. have to work that way. I'm God. I can I'm God. I can I work to. however I want to. Um, and when we get to that point, I think, when we get to the point where we realize God can do whatever he wants to do and he is mm-hmm. going to do whatever he wants to do and we're okay with that. Yeah. That is fertile ground for God to work, yeah. and um, and I think that it's the the saddest. Some of the saddest words to me are in there in verse um, thirty three mm-hmm. of, of of Judges eight, where it says it's not even it doesn't it's not saying sometime after Gideon died. It mm-hmm. says as soon mm-hmm. as Gideon died, the people of Israel turned again, and. ESV says, and whored after the Baals and made Baal Barith their God. Yeah. And the people of Israel did not remember the Lord their God. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's almost like the people of God were so far down the rabbit hole at this point that they're just biding their time. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, okay, God, I mean, as soon as this guy dies, we can go back yeah. to what we're doing here. Yeah, no, that's great. Cool. Midianites are gone. But um, can we get back to worshiping these things that we created? Yeah. Um, because we don't we don't want to do that anymore. And that's so sad to me, man. It's so sad that, that the people of God did not remember God. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to read his own people. These are his yeah. own people. It's not like these were the Canaanites and they were pagans. These were God's people yeah. did not remember God. God in one generation, there it's done, Absolutely. and again and yeah. again and again. It's this, yeah, continuous this cycle. spiral. You yeah. know, I was talking to Allison after the service yesterday, just trying to, you know, see, you know, yeah, yeah. I usually ask, <laughs> yeah, did I jack how, it up? Or yeah, did I do all right? Did, yeah. How, yeah, how did this go? You know, how <laughs> yeah. do you think? And she was talking. About, it's amazing to me that people have not changed yeah. at all. Yeah, in centuries. And that's the thing is that we have to acknowledge our weaknesses. You know, that was one right. of the things that we saw. 
Uh, but dude, like this is the beauty, beautiful thing. God is working in our midst for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like He's working in Lafayette first right now in amazing ways. Yeah. Yesterday we had uh, a new couple join. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a young lady. This is something no one else would know uh, except for Heather Eli, because I said, "Can you come help me pray with her?" Mm-hmm. And she was coming out, and this she comes to me. She says, uh, "I have to get baptized." Like, I have to, yeah. because I can't deny that though my family, though others have tried to pull me away, mm. God keeps me close to him. He yeah. keeps, and I can see how his hand has been working in my life all along, and yeah. I need to recommit my life to him, and, and I want to be baptized. And I'm like, dude, that is so <laughs> yeah. amazing. God yeah. is working again, moving again. And so, dude, we're going to have another baptism this week, and yeah. I'm just so excited about what God is doing Um and man, I can't take credit for that. Right, right. Uh, God, help me not to be like Gideon, who said the right words and said in chapter eight, and he says, "No, don't make me your king. Don't make my son your king. This is this belongs to God alone." But bring me earrings. Yeah, we'll, I do, um, I do have one. Yeah. There, there's one request I got. Yeah, God, may it not <laughs> be ever said uh, of me. You know, I don't. I'm not. You know, this is God. Yeah, God is doing this for sure, and uh, just chooses us to be His vessels. And that's so humbling, yeah. you know, so humbling. Without a doubt. So I'm, I'm excited uh, what he's got, what God's doing. I'm excited of how he's going to continue moving and working. And I, I just, uh, I'm glad I get to be a part and be along for the ride. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it is uh, It is so much fun to, and I, fun seems like a really inadequate word, but it's so <laughs> it's so incredible yeah. to, to get to just be there when God is at work. Yes. Yeah. And and just to go, look at how good our God yes. is, that yeah. he did this. And I got to witness it. Yeah. Like, that that's so cool, you know? Yeah, I got to play, play a little part in that. That's just cool. <laughs> yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, switching gears in a major way. Um, <laughs> we're, we have a very fun interview for you. Um, you know, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to spill the beans. I just want to let um, them, so we have more than one guest this week. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Um, so we'll have this very fun interview and then we will, uh, we'll be back here in just a little bit to wrap things up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see on your screen or as you will hear in just a moment, we have some very special guests on the podcast today, the Fielder Children. Can you guys say hello? Hello. Hello. That was very unenthusiastic. Come on, I want you to get excited. Say hello. Hello. Hey, there we go. That's better. So we're going to ask you guys some questions today, okay? And we want you to be honest. We want you to have fun. And we just want everybody to get to know you better, okay? Does that sound like a plan? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Colt, you good with that? I'll take that as a yes. Okay. (laughs) So um, the first question that we're going to ask, we're going to start off real simple, okay? What is your favorite color? Who wants to start? Charlie, what's your favorite color? Green. Lottie? Yellow. Yellow, yellow. Colt, what's your favorite color? Blue. Blue. Nice. Caroline? I know it was blue. Blue. You knew it. You knew it the whole time. You know what? I just realized we probably, you guys should introduce yourselves to each other, to the the people that are listening real quick, okay? Hello, I'm Lottie. Hello, I'm Charlie. Hello, he's Colt. Hello, he's Colt. (laughs) Hi, I'm Caroline. Hey, that's Caroline. That was funny. All right. um, So we we now know that your favorite colors are... 
Yellow. Gre yellow, green, blue, and blue. Okay? So that tells us a lot about you. Yeah, and I know that I'm a favorite color of blue, too. You knew that? You knew oh, that. Do you, you know what? I, I bet you knew that because you live with her, right? Yeah, you guys live in the same house. I thought you did. So, All right, so mm -hmm. now we're going to dig a little deeper, okay? We know your favorite color, but now we, we want to know what is your favorite animal? <coughs> Go ahead, Lottie. Um, cats and dogs and Naked mole rats. <laughs> Dogs and cats and naked mole rats. Very nice. Charlie. Um, tigers and lions and naked mole rats and, yeah. and dinosaurs and cheetahs. Man, you just like them all. I like it. Colt, what's your favorite animal? Um, poo poo cheek. <laughs> poo poo cheek? I've never seen a poo poo cheek before. That must be one that's in like the deepest, darkest jungles of Africa, right? Is that where they live? Is that where poo poo cheeks live? Caroline, what's your favorite animal? A llama. A llama, very nice. Yeah, I know that too. I knew that. You knew that too? Yeah, I figured you knew that. Okay, so we've got like naked mole rats was popular. Saw that. Um, llamas. Poo poo cheeks. I have never personally seen a poo poo cheek, but I'm sure they're very cool. I'm sure they're cool. All right, so let me ask you this. Why, why, Lottie and Charlie, why do you guys like naked mole rats so much? Because they're cute. They are kind of cute. And because they're naked. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They're kind of cute and they're kind of ugly at the same time, right? Yeah, and because yeah. they cuddle up and sleep. And also because yeah. they copied me. That used to be my favorite. We're the mom. We're the mom. We see them at the zoo. You saw them at the zoo? You know what? I've seen naked mole rats at the zoo before. Poo poo cheek. I've never seen a poo poo cheek at the zoo. Alright, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Now that, now that we know. Okay. Okay, now that we know your favorite color and your favorite animal, Colt. What is your favorite food? What's your favorite thing to eat? Like if you got to pick your absolute favorite thing. What would you pick? Um, pizza. Pizza. I like pizza too. I want to say mine. Okay, go ahead, Lottie. Raymond noodles. Raymond noodles. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead, Charlie. Waffles. Waffles. Nice. Caroline, what's your favorite thing to eat? Noodles. Noodles. Like any particular kind of noodles? Any kind of noodles, unless they're disgusting. Okay, valid point. But is there a particular shape of noodles that you like? Um, I don't know. I don't. Uh, you don't know? The like. I don't know, like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, do you like, like, bow ties, or do you like angel hair, really thin spaghetti? Oh, yeah, or... I like that. I like that. You like I the like thin that. spaghetti? I, I yeah. like to All eat it plain when not even cooked. Yeah, me too. Just crunchy? Yeah, like me too. Crunchy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have done it before. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. We have done oh, it before. Oh, and we made dog food before. Yeah, it's so me it. It's all coming up. I love it. gross but dog food is yummy yes that makes sense that makes sense but you gotta get, get the right kind of dog food right that's true yeah, it's now now do Actually, you like the crunchy dog food or the wet dog food crunchy oh the crunchy the crunchy okay, i've never tried sense. dog food or cat food okay it's, it's cole what's your favorite um only pizza only pizza okay so i uh, you're consistent i appreciate that all right so let me ask you this question now we're at church right are we at the church right now? Yes. Okay. Yes. And 
<clears throat> you guys have heard of this thing before called the Bible, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You guys have read some of it before? Or yeah, you've had some well, of it read I can't to even you? read. You've had, you've had some of it read to you, though, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. So we're all on the same page there. So what is your favorite Bible story? What's the favorite story you've heard? Okay, let's start with Cole. What's your favorite story? Um, Boo-Boo Cheek. Boo-Boo Cheek. That must be, I don't have that in my copy of the Bible. Boo-Boo Thanks. My favorite one is Meshach and Abednego. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And why do you like that one? Because my grandma read it to me and I liked it. Nice. Very good. I like poo-poo cheek. <laughs> that is, you have made that abundantly clear. Oh, I appreciate that. I like poo-poo Char Charlie, what's your favorite Bible story? I like poo-poo cheek. What's, what's your favorite Bible story, silly goose? Poo-poo cheek. Okay, Caroline, what's your favorite Bible story? Daniel and the Daniel and the lion. And why do you like being a little lion? Um, because being down, but monkey on the table. Um, uh, you just like it? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like it. Okay. Now, is there a story from the Bible, Charlie, that you've read, or that you've had? Read to? I know, but that you've heard. Is there one you've heard that you liked? Yes, I have. I've heard both the one that can I pick and the one that I've Yeah, and did you like those? Yes. Were they good? Yeah? Okay, cool. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. <clears throat> now, now I know that I know that your mommy and daddy have read your Bible stories and your Grammy has read your Bible stories, and that's great. And since your daddy what what does your daddy do here at the church? He he preaches. He preaches. Do you know what his position is? Because he's the He's the pastor. That's right. He's the one who leads us here. Now, what is what is the best part of having your daddy be the pastor at the church? Is there is there a good part to that? Um, no. Because he it's speaks not... us. Because <laughs> we get to be a part of this. No, because he spanks us on the book. And because well, we know, get to be a part of this. Sometimes you need to be spanked. You know, and because we get to be a part of this. You get to be a part of this, so that yeah, okay. So your dad. Oh yeah, that's pastor. why I want to. That's what you like to. Cole. Colton. What, what what do you like about what your daddy does for work? Do you like anything about your daddy's job? No. No. Why not? <laughs> You're just saying that because you heard Charlie saying that. You silly goose. No, poo-poo cheek. <laughs> You're just saying that because you heard Colt say it. Poo-poo cheek. Caroline, let me ask you, what, what is your, what's the best thing about, hey, boys, boys, hold on just a second. Let's, let's hear what Caroline has to say. What, Caroline, what's the best part about your daddy being the pastor? You get to eat out of the secret candy stash when there's a secret candy oh, stash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so being the pastor's kid, it has some perks. It has some perks. I can appreciate that. <clears throat> but but let me ask you this. If here's, here's, This will be the last question, okay? No, 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 no. Yeah, this, this is an important one, okay? No, 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 Listen, no. listen. Hey, Colt, listen, listen. What's one thing you want people to know about you? Lottie, what's one thing you want people to know about you? My rainbow shoes. Your rainbow shoes. You like you like to be fashionable, don't you? You like some fashion. I can appreciate that. And because I'm the bravest out of my family. You are? Oh, man. No, that's... I'm the second bravest. Okay. See, look at oh, my shirt. Bold and brave. It says it right there on your shirt. That's right. I'm, I'm the second Colt, bravest. Colt, what's one thing you want people to know about you? I'm the second bravest. That you're the second bravest? That's what one thing you want people to know? Okay. 
Charlie or Colt, is there one thing that you want people to know about you? That you're leaving? Okay. Caroline, is there one thing you want people to know about you? That I haven't got spanked in five years. That you haven't gotten spanked in five years. That is an achievement. Hey, I haven't gotten spanked That's in five thing. years either. That is an achievement. Alright, thank you guys. Well, hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, it was fun for us um, to, to get to uh, do that interview. Um, I, I Hopefully you got something out of that. I, I think it was good. If nothing else, you know Derek's kids just a little bit better. Um, a little peek behind the curtain into uh, the Fielder House, uh, which I think is fun. And so. maybe you just realize we're just normal people, just like you are. That's right. Our kids uh, yeah. are sometimes uncontrollable. <laughs> yeah. So. And and uh, you'll see, uh, you know, in the days ahead that uh, our kids are exactly the same. Yeah. They are they are buck wild at times, mm -hmm. just like your kids yes. are buck wild at yeah. times. And so um, it's fun. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, listen, if you want to get in contact with us, there are a couple ways you can do that. You can email us at thepath@lafayettefirst.life. We would love to interact with you. That goes straight to Derek and me, um, and so we would love to, we would love to interact with you. If there's any questions, any thoughts you might have, we'd love to see that. Somebody yeah. should send us an email to that email address today, and you would be the very first person to do that. That's right. That's right. That's right. If, in fact, it, maybe we can figure out something where we can reward you for being yes, the first person yeah. to send an email there. Yeah. Um, or, I've got a pair of Roger socks waiting for you. Oh, there it is right there. If that doesn't get you excited to want to send an email, I don't know what does. Um, but uh, but you can do that. You can email. You can comment on this YouTube video, which we do get comments on our YouTube video, and we are yes. very thankful for Thank that. Thank you for your comments. Thank you yes. so much. Um, but until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we hope that you will join us next time as we continue down the path.